Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Roughed Up Podcast. My name is Wes Yee and I'm joined as always by Matt Armstrong. Yo, what's up, man? All right, it's time to roll. We are in, we are through Wild Card Weekend and we are in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. It's a tough week last week for, for me. Uh, you had a little bit better week. Uh, I was 0-4 on uh, my, my picks of the games, a real disaster, um, as none of the favorites covered, unless I'm blanking. Um, um, no, yeah, none of the favorites covered. Yeah, Saints, Saints had a chance to cover and bail me out, but they decided not to cover either. Gave up that yeah, dude, uh, big touchdown from McCaffrey. Outright, too. So. Yeah, pretty rough. But nonetheless, we're still alive. The bankroll's not done. And uh, we've got week 19 NFL lines. And uh, let's, uh, should we talk a little bit about last week? I guess we can do it as we go through the winners. So our first game, Saturday afternoon, the Atlanta Falcons, who beat the Rams last week in L.A., uh, I, I thought pretty convincingly. Um, they're three-point favorites at Philadelphia. Do you want to talk a little bit about the game last week, though, first? Uh, yeah, so I, I put a lot of stock into Atlanta being the more experienced team. Obviously, uh, that's a joke as, like, the Chiefs have been in the playoffs every year and have lost every year, uh, game one. <laughs> so that doesn't really mean much. Um, but I think... Um, just having uh, what their game plan was was to put 10 in the box against Gurley and make Jared Goff throw the football was really, um, really smart. I mean, they don't really have, like, oh, yeah, Sammy Watkins, that's a elite receiver. But he hasn't been elite for three years. There's tons of guys who come out with bust-out years and then just kind of fade away, kind of like Josh Cribbs or – People who, who can run the sideline and catch 80-yard passes and they have nice weeks or whatever. Um, but they, they didn't really have um, deep threats. And so they, they could only really dump off and they could, couldn't could convert their downs. So I, I thought um, it was kind of going to be an even game. Uh, it looked like Atlanta just had a, a better game plan, in my, my opinion. Yeah, my my take was that, uh, and and my my the, my reason for picking the Rams was that the this is not the Atlanta offense from last year, and and I still don't think it is, um, but their defense has really improved. I thought from from what we saw last year, and even earlier in this season, uh, that looks like a potential uh, you know shutdown defense. They could if they could shut down the Rams like that. I didn't think the Rams played well. I didn't think they played awful, but. Uh, the the best unit on the field was the the Atlanta defense for me and, and that yeah you, you also have to uh, put a little bit in the back of your head that like got two really huge uh, possession changes early in the game that you know they got out to that thirteen zero lead on uh, muff punts mm-hmm. and other yeah. things um, so it's like were they the better team or they just kind of got lucky they they really kind of got the momentum and made it like a, it, you know, if you look into the second half, like, you know, uh, the Rams won, but uh, they just got too far out ahead in the first half um, based on those, those turnovers and the early quick outs. Yeah. And I, and I think, it, you know, the, the way that I'll kind of look at, look back on it is if they played again next week and I were to make a line or this weekend, let's say, um, I think I still favor the Rams. I think it's probably more like four than six. Um, but yeah, I agree. Th- those two really, 
you know, bad special teams plays cost them obviously points, but also just a lot of momentum. And you can't get the offense going early and your defense is, uh, you know, already in desperation mode, you know, two of the first four times they, they, they take the field. Uh, it's going to change the, the nature of the game. So, yeah, uh, good good performance by them. So we did talk about this potential game uh, last week as, uh, you know, potentially a chance to take Philadelphia as a home underdog in a playoff game. Um, so you got, we've got that chance. I know I was pretty strong on it, but what, what do you think about this one? Okay, so I, I did, uh, you know, deep dive into the numbers, kind of um, trying to find something that, you know, obviously you'll look into the full stuff, but... Uh, more on the defensive side, the Eagles are still really good on on the run um, in the top half uh, against uh, against the pass. Um, you know, still in like the top fifteen or something. Not great against the pass, um, but if they're able to kind of force Matt Ryan into passing and they're able to shut down, you know, an injured Julio Jones, I think there's um. Uh, it's a good chance that this will be a, a, a much closer game and it being in Philadelphia it makes it um, you know Kansas City is a home field team or something like that you know Philadelphia is supposed to be you know, a good home field place uh, that kind of uh, affects it but I, I think Nick Foles is fine I think they'll they'll have a good game plan about this. Um, yeah, I think the line is too far here. This is a big reaction. Like, if you think about, I like to look at games and think, what is the common man narrative here? And it's definitely that Nick Foles sucks, and that without Wentz, Philadelphia is not good. Um, um, I th- one, I think- one of the things I, I want to put in is that uh, this was, you know, three uh, for the whole week, but there's been a ton of money coming in on Atlanta. And presumably it'll keep coming in as, uh, you know, the casual betters will come in on Saturday. Uh, it's looking like it, you know, uh, most most betting houses aren't, aren't willing to push off these big numbers. Um, but I think it could really get to three and a half. Hmm. Um, so I think maybe waiting on this line. Because uh, it, it's not going to get worse for you if you want to be, uh, back the Eagles here. Um, so I, I, I'm i going to take the Eagles in this game. I think um, everyone but their quarterback is still the same team that was uh, a 13-game winner for seed team. And the Falcons are middling in almost every offensive and defensive category. Uh, they have... Uh, kind of come come together. Obviously, in the past couple of weeks, they they beat the Panthers handily. They they beat the Rams, who were also much better than them uh, on paper, um, pretty handily as well. Uh, but I, I think at home, and it, it, if it gets past the three, I think it's an easy fire. So I, I'm gonna wake up, you know, Saturday morning, hoping that it, it moves moves up to three and a half. Yep, I uh, I didn't wait for you. I, I already fired. And if it goes to three and a half, I'll, I'll probably unload it again. I think, you know, this is a coin flip to me. I think, I think if I were if I were setting a fair line, it's probably more like one, um, or even even money. And so I'll take the I'll take the home dog here. I've I've been a home dog guy for for a long time. So yeah, def- definitely because I mean this is a good team. This this is a 
uh, what is the difference between Wentz and Nick Foles? And uh, <laughs> we have we have to look if we look past like four weeks ago. If we look at like say imagine this line is uh, you know they, they don't have a, a wild card weekend. They just match up the first week of the playoffs with Carson Wentz. What would it be for Philadelphia? It would probably be like in the six to seven range, yeah, maybe. I think right? so. I think so. Um, so, I think I think you're getting good good uh, good numbers here. Um, a lot of kind of uh, reaction to the recent history. Um, the Eagles obviously were they they lost their quarterback, but they were also able to rest a lot of players. Didn't help help uh, the Rams too much um, with all the rest that they got. Um, but I, I think um, a lot a lot of them won't have uh, as sour uh, um, Nick Foles um, as the public would. Um, I, I really kind of like the Eagles here. I also um, uh, over under is at forty one and a half right now. I think that's really low. Mm. Um, it's outside in Philadelphia. It's going to be cold. Um, on Friday, it's supposed to be snowing, but on Saturday, it's supposed to be uh, clear skies. Uh, so, so it'll be cold, but won't be affected totally by weather or you know wind conditions like the previous games have been. Uh, you know, bad kicking situations. Um, I, I think this team is so capable of scoring points. I think Atlanta's score uh, capable of scoring points, um, especially with like a, a a good run events uh, for Philadelphia. I think Atlanta is going to be uh, looking to pass a lot, so I, I think the over is a very good number here. Um, so I I think uh, Philly and the over are really good good numbers here. All right, let's move it on to Saturday night. The Tennessee Titans, surprise winners in Kansas City after one of the great Andy Reid collapses of our of our lives and our annual annual Andy uh, collapse. Um, they are fourteen point underdogs in New England after that disastrous choke job from the Chiefs. Um, thoughts on this one? Um. New England is uh, one of the worst teams against the pass. Uh, luckily, Tennessee has no passing offense uh, unless you include Delaney Walker. But I, th- I think uh, they'll be able to game plan against the, uh, the tight end um, for this week. I think I think um, 14 is too much. I probably won't be betting that side of uh, the betting line. But um, I do... You know, it's like, hey, you want want to make ten percent on your money? You know, just lay all your money on on New England to win this game. Um, okay, I will. <laughs> the, the things about uh, New England that um, kind of worrisome uh, is that they they have been known to bad teams maybe playing down to their opponents. Um, uh, they they lost to the Dolphins maybe like four or five weeks ago. As long uh, as this game's not in Miami, I'm not worried. If... I think um, this is kind of it's 
It's insane that it's a two-time game, right? I, I, I think it's, I think it's right. I think Tennessee is a terrible team. I think they, they had no business being in last week's game. Um, to me, this is, I, I'm not going to bet it because out of principle, 14 is too much, but I think it's, I think it's, that's a fine line. Like they, they are a much, they're much better than Tennessee. I will be, I won't be happy to lose my money if they somehow lose this game, but I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I think Kansas City was not a good team, and they should have won that game easily. And and Mariota is not—he's a bad player. <laughs> it's not. I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't think Derrick Henry can run for a hundred yards and a half against. against yeah, the I, I, I think there's a. Um, at least, uh, so like you know, part of my uh, historical look back, uh, both both the first two games, these uh, the four teams didn't play each other to start the week, uh, start of the year. So we don't really have like a kind of a a precedent of like how they're gonna play against each other. Um, I would imagine with it being pretty cold out in New England that it's gonna be a run game heavy. Uh, it would be wise for Tennessee to be someone who'd be willing to go three and out for the the first half, uh, playing the pos- uh, possession game. Um, it, it's really going to come down to um, whether they don't turn over the ball um, about not covering the 14, in my mind. I, I think it's it's not that outrageous that they, they cover this line. Um, I think it's a stay away or a tease, potentially. Um, and, yeah, if you want to make 10% of your money, take a shot. I, I, don't, I don't like feeling like the cocky Pats fan, but... This is a bad team. They shouldn't. The Titans yeah. don't belong. Yeah, this seems like um, the things that the Chiefs didn't do properly. The the Patriots don't do. Um, They're badly. Well, the Chiefs are badly coached, and and that well, was to me that was a coaching loss. If you throw a twenty one to three lead, you you your yeah. coaches well, lost. Well, the, game. Was the line for the the Chiefs game was nine, right? Yeah. Uh, this is a five-point difference between the Pats and the Chiefs. Um, I think that's fair because I I didn't I didn't like the Chiefs. Um, they, their four-week or four-game win streak going into the playoffs I felt was kind of like um, faulty. They they beat the Broncos and the Chargers and the Raiders, um, and only barely. Um, when the other teams were really kind of gassed and had nothing to win, uh, I think um, I think the Pats will win handily. It won't be a, like a game that's like oh, a one possession game here. Um, but I, th- I think it's in the like the ten to thirteen range more than the fourteen. Um, so if I was going to bet this, I would probably take the Titans. I think 14 is too much. I think yeah. Tennessee is not, 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 not incredibly well coached, but I think they play um, a scheme of football that makes the game close. They run, they, they have a tight end that they, they can you know move the ball with. Uh, they have a great running back. Um It'll be and yeah. Uh, so I let off with the Pats. Pass offense or pass defense is terrible. Their run defense is actually really good. Um, 
So if they're able to, you know, after the first couple of possessions, you know, leave Henry at like two yards per carry or, you know, less or something like that, um, you'll lose a lot of faith and they'll probably start passing with Mariota, which would not be in their favor. Um, but I, I, I just don't, I think 14 is too much. I think this is one of those where in, in the regular season, I look at this and I'm like, oh yeah, 14, that's a huge line. And then I turn into the, tune into the game. There's 13 minutes left in the first quarter and it's seven, nothing, uh, Pats. And I'm just like, what the, what, what the fuck am I doing betting on Tennessee against the Pats? So yeah, you could have you could have said that about last week too. Kansas City was up twenty one to three, and I felt so, good. I felt good, but yeah. I shouldn't have. But that was uh, annual Andy, and not <laughs> yeah. I think, I think um, I think just the mentality of the New England team is not capable of a collapse like that. So as long as like Tennessee doesn't allow for something like that, so maybe like looking at like a a like a first half number that maybe looks good to you. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think either of us are going to talk each other into a bet on this one. It's too big a spread. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I think the the total is probably the right number too. I, I think it's probably too high. I think um, if it gets to forty seven, it's because New England is wins forty seven to nothing or something. <laughs> <laughs> am I am I supposed to believe that the Titans have a good defense? I, I think um one of the the their you know blessings in disguise is that uh DeMarco Murray got hurt. I they he doesn't really fit their kind of play you know uh play option kind of uh offense as well as Henry does. Um there there is he has a really good like breakout potential. Um but if if the run game gets stopped early, I think they're going to be forced to pass. And Mariota is not quite much uh, a passer, and they don't have many options. So I think the best option is probably just to take the 10% on the pats and uh, walk away with a win. I think this is a fraudulent team with a defense that people think is good because Titans... I don't know, at least for me, these AFC North teams, um, they're an AFC North team, right? No, AFC South. Wow. Uh, Well, maybe not then. Uh, For some reason, I have this mental association of them being like a good defensive team. I don't know what what your take is on that. But uh, but they're not. They're not good. (laughs) They allowed uh, more points than the bad Patriots defense this year by by a considerable amount. They basically had the same defense as the Bills. uh, They actually gave up more points than the Bengals. So uh, I'm not interested. (laughs) <laughs> well, not interested it's really kind of a yeah bet new england a win and walk away it's not mm-hmm. not uh but the line's too high to kind of get like a you're not, you're not getting money on on uh oh they underestimated like the power of bill and and uh tom yep all right well let's go to sunday morning mentioned uh well, i guess we didn't mention them and <laughs> there's a good segue professional segue uh jacksonville jaguars at pittsburgh steelers jaguars seven and a half point underdogs jaguars uh famously could not do anything on offense 
for most of the game last week. Only gave up three points, but looked, I would say, as bad as a team that only gives up three points in a playoff game could look uh, in beating up the Bills. But uh, in any case, seven and a half point underdogs here at Pittsburgh. I like Jacksonville. I think uh, the latest thing that everyone has in their mind, and I'm gonna, I'm sure I'm gonna be kicking myself for putting money on Bortles, but they looked so bad last week that I think people are completely writing them off. And I think they're 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 not a great team, but they are good. They are a good enough team to stay close with the Steelers, who always play to their opponent's level. And um, uh, you know, just I don't think this is a juggernaut Steelers team. And I think I think seven and a half is. I'll take the hook for sure. Uh, well, let me jump on on board. Uh, we'll be grinding our teeth together, watching uh, Blake Bortles trying to cover. Um, I think the line is way too high. Uh, they played in week five, long time ago, long, long time ago. But it was the same players. No one was hurt. Um, Ben threw four picks. He threw two pick sixes, which really changed the game. the The Jaguars won by like twenty one points. How much is it? Um, but obviously affected by the the pick sixes, uh, which led to more than uh, interceptions. But the game was, uh, for the majority of it, was nine to seven. It was like um, mid third uh, before uh, it really kind of came into a shit show. And uh, Fournette had like an eighty yard touchdown. Um, but for the majority of the game, they couldn't run. Uh, Jacksonville didn't shut down uh, Antonio uh, Antonio Bryant or Bell, uh, but they didn't score points. They they got field goals. Um, the the Jacksonville defense, I think, is capable of at least stymieing them for uh, you know keeping the game within a touchdown. Uh, totally. And with Bryant's, you know, injury, um, <laughs> it's one of those things you got to, you got, you know, like, you know, AP blows out his knee and is back like three weeks later, like, uh, tearing your calf. Like, you can't possibly be, like, cutting out of your breaks. Like, obviously, he's a great possession receiver, um, but I, I don't see him, you know, making huge plays. Uh, I, I think. This is a, a good line for Jacksonville here. The one concern I have is is Fournette. I think he's not the guy that he was in week uh, in week five or week six. Um, and they're gonna need they're gonna need a running performance. But you know, maybe he steps up. It's hard hard to hard to say. It's uh, you know they, they did not uh, have a great offensive game against them the first time. Bortles eight for fourteen for ninety five yards with a pick, and uh, so. We'll see. Yeah, but I, I agree. I think I think the defense has a chance to be the best unit on the field. Yeah, if you look uh, look at the numbers, like really, like Fournette got stuffed uh, for you know the entire game except for the eighty yard rushing touchdown. Um, they um, looked terrible last week. Uh, their two leading receiver, Alan Hearns, Marquise Lee, had like practically no receptions against the Bills. Uh, it's hard to conceive that there was no plan um, to get them the ball. Uh, and they, they have not looked good in the past, I don't know, four weeks. They, their offense looks pr- 
pretty pretty weak. Um, that's why this line is at 41. Um, you would think like with Steelers, and they have you know the three three of the best you know fantasy players in the league. Why is the line at 41? Um, I I think uh, Vegas thinks that it, it's going to be just a low scoring game. Yeah. Uh, which which benefits our our high spread here? Yep. All right, let's go to what I think is the best game of the weekend. Sunday afternoon, Saints at Vikings. Saints four-point underdogs here. Um, this one is another one I'm not going to bet. I think the Saints are a good team. The Vikings are definitely a good team. Um, this this line seems completely fair to me. Um, I would agree. Um, uh, but I will say that Vikings is my best bet of the week. Oh. So... Uh, in the 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 Vikings' last loss was to the Panthers about five six weeks ago. Um, they played great defense. They just could not stop Cam Newton rushing, um, and they ended up uh, giving up a big rush to Jonathan Stewart as well. Um, but the last time they 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 played the Saints week one, they beat the shit out of them with Sam Bradford and Delvin Cook. So completely different team, um, but defensively they stopped um, their rushing offense. This was uh, back with Adrian Peterson as the running back. Yeah, AP, uh, Kamara, and uh, Ingram all got they got about. Uh, 20, 25 rushes about, um, but they they didn't average anything. They didn't get any big runs out of them. Um, Breeze played well. Sam Bradford played well. Um, I think I think uh, if if that holds true, that uh, Keenum has performed as well as you would think Sam Bradford can play. Um, and they blew them out. They won by 20-plus points. Um, I I think um, I think the Vikings are a much better team than really? New Orleans. Much uh, better. I, I didn't see much, like, uh, <laughs> after the second half, did you see anything out of New Orleans that you thought was a, you know, conference-winning team? So for me, I think if I were to bet New Orleans on this in this game, it's it's the quarterback. You know, Breeze I think is has earned has earned trust that uh, Keenum has not. I think uh, you're looking, yeah, you're you're really looking for they're going to dare Breeze to win the game because uh, the the running game, you know, the, the running defense has been tremendous for Minnesota. So I think I think that's what I that's what I lean on here is you know, coach. They both both teams have good coaches. Um, I, I I would want the better quarterback, and so that would be my my thesis if I were to back New Orleans, which I'm not probably going to be on this game at all. Yeah, um, it is uh, past the field goal range. Uh, I will say that all whatever eight teams have good kickers, um, so like there's no like kind of fear that they're going to shank field goals and then fuck up your score lines. Um, I think just overall, Minnesota is a better team 
Um, they have better weapons. They, you know, two running backs that are very capable. They have three very good receivers. Um, whereas New Orleans, for the entirety of this year, have been a running team. And they got shut down. Michael Thomas is pretty damn good, though. Most catches sure. in the first two seasons. Sure. Yeah, yeah, no, career. Michael Thomas is great, but name the other two options. Ted Ginn. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think there is just more um, more options on, on, on the Vikings side. Um, but, yeah, this could definitely be a field goal game. So it being four is tough, but I, I think the Vikings are a better team. Saints sure. have lost three consecutive road games to the Bucks, Falcons, and Rams. Uh, last road victory was Week Ten against the Bills, forty-seven to ten. So, I uh, yeah, should be a good one. We'll see. Uh, it's indoors, so like you don't have the breeze outside factor. Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick look at some futures. So Super Bowl odds: Pats plus two hundred, Vikings three seventy-five, Steelers five hundred, Saints down to five fifty. So. I think when people look at this, they see Saints. If they win this game, they have a chance to go to Philadelphia or Atlanta. And I think against either of those two teams, they would be favored. Um, so they've really shortened up the odds on the Saints here. And then you've got Falcons 650, Eagles 1400, Jaguars 1801, Titans 50 to 1. Any value you like here? Um. I, I like the Falcons. I, I think they're. Not a bad team, but I, I think, um, as I said last week, like you're, you have missed the window on the NFC teams. Um, if you believed in any of them, uh, it would have been best to have gotten them then. What about um, your number one seed, Philadelphia Eagles, at fourteen to one? Well, yeah, all my all my Super Bowl futures of the Chargers and Rams are gone, so I may need to bet some of these but <laughs> um probably the vikings is, is still really really good here um so like they win their game here um which is what was it, it was uh minus four minus 200 to win uh then next week they'd have to face the falcons or um or the Eagles. So yeah, like right there, you're getting huge money against the Pats or the Steelers. Um, I think you can still add on to your Vikings bet if you want it. Yeah, uh, I think I am still. I still think there's value on the Pats. Yeah, the the Pats win uh, odds to win AFC went up. Um, they went from one seventy to one seventy five. So, was it one seventy? I thought it was one forty. Either way, it's yeah, still yeah, so now <laughs> it's less. Yeah. You know, it's a worse number, but anyways. All right. Um, Anything else here? I think I, I will say I think AFC minus two and a half is has some value. That's not that's not too bad. Um, and then uh, don't love any of these props. Yeah, 
I'll leave it there. My best bet for the week is Jags plus seven and a half, uh, or New England money line. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, getting in on Bitcoin. Basically, is you know, yeah, take that ten percent every week. <laughs> sure, yeah, jump in. So. All right, um, well, let's uh, let's wrap it there. Best of luck to everyone. Uh, most of all to you and I, and uh, we'll uh, we'll do it again next week. Yeah, good luck, guys.